Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Uh, 
so WNBA, w, WNBA is not being played. Okay, no problem. That's that's cool. Okay, that's we, another point. Do we point. talk about WNBA? Give me a synopsis of the I support the Connecticut Sun. They made it to the finals last year. I think they made five finals appearances. They just can't. They they can't they they're the, they're one of the best they're the best team in the East right now I think they got a better record than the Liberty the Liberty was supposed to be strong and the, the Sun are doing it so see I I'm on listen I'm on my stuff I rep my state I go to the the games at, at all right, well, so Sun. We'll, yeah, we'll, I, we'll talk all WNBA for the whole show uh, no problem if, you, if you ready buckle up we can talk about the Aces how the Aces are tumbling girls we just beat up on the storm I don't, what you want me to do I'm shoot we just beat we, we the Aces cook it up. out there. And uh, and the Golden Knights and, and the Golden Knights just made me mad. They did what they did. They shut down the strip for real for their parade too. And I seen the party. I was like, the Vegas is on fire <laughs> in the summertime. I was so jealous. I was like, I want to fly a helicopter. <laughs> I just wanted to go just party out there in Vegas and just, even though I'm, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a novice hockey fan like like I should be, but just knowing that Vegas was celebrating it, like I already knew that that place had to be out of its mind. Like so, I, I know. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I can't. I expansion team and they got a chip. It's insane to me. But you know, shout out to the Vegas Golden Knights for getting that. Uh, I think they what? It's in five games. They they beat the um the Panthers. So, uh, shout, shout out to them. Shout out to them. But I got other chefs. Let me bring them in. Let's get let's get cooking. I got out of the seven oh three and a lot of area codes in between. I got Mr. Simmons, Aaron Serious Simmons. What's going on? What's going on, gentlemen, man? And like I always say, it's a pleasure and a pleasure to be here. Um, we could talk WNBA all day. I stay at the WNBA games, man. The Mystic Crew is fourth in the fourth in the conference, you know what I'm saying? You know, the Seattle Storm are three and eight right now. Uh, we could talk WNBA. I, I know we won. These chicks, we Shout out to the Aces. Shout out to the Aces. But yeah, it is what it is, man. What's up, man? No, it was good, man. Uh, we, we could cook whatever you guys want. I just like give TP. He loves to disagree with me, so I got to give. And he's smiling about it. And he's smiling about it. And he's smiling about it. That's the wild part. He really is a villain because he's smiling about beef. That that's the craziest part, sports. If you hear me smiling through, see, and it's not beef. Look, this is what I'm telling you, man. I'm trying to bring up some 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 knowledge, some courage. You know, he he like we don't talk about that's this. Right. We don't talk about. This. We're going to talk about baseball one thing. One of the players in the Aces is married to a uh, giant tight end, Darren Wallace. So, uh, shout out to her. Um, yeah, that's, that's all that we can talk about. Uh, and then yeah, I got Justin, Mr. Chandler Justin, from Justin, the 30315 calling in. Chandler, what's going on, brother? Uh-oh. Not much. How's everybody doing? Uh-oh. Nah, we're doing good. Uh, Chandler's first finger food is live on YouTube. It's popping. Go listen to it. It's pretty hot. Um going in on, on some of the NBA topics that we're going to be talking about pretty soon. But, uh, you know, good to hear your voice, Chandler. Glad everything's going all right. Yeah, I'm CK. still tired tonight, that's all. C- C- CK, What's up, man? how you doing? What's up? Well, how I'm you doing, all right. I'm tired tonight, man. I said, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm just tired. I'm, I'm tired of your Yankees and stuff like that, so. Well, me too, they man. Third place, so, you know. Listen, I don't even know if y'all got the elevator. I don't know if y'all got the elevator button to get up because the Rays ain't playing. <laughs> they are not playing yeah. around, boy. They'll come back to earth either either in the regular season or in the playoffs. I mean, I, we don't believe you. You need more people. Um, you know, it'll be fine. 
uh, not worried about them. The Orioles are a su- surprising team. Um, they 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 had a good year last year, and they have built on that this year. Shout out to the Orioles, man. I mean, impressive what they're what they're pulling off. Aaron the Hicks, the, the Aaron Hicks tree. You got the Aaron Hicks tree. You got. Oh, um, stop! Stop! Look, look, he's I doing the best that he's ever done in his career. No, I was glad to get rid of him. Listen, but look, he's doing the best that he's ever done in his career right now in Baltimore. So he might be good right now. That might be the, the start he need to go to Baltimore and, and eat crab and, and be around shoot him up bang bang all day. I don't know. Ain't <laughs> nobody thinking about that fool, man. I mean, seriously, <laughs> like if 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 he's the reason they're winning, then they got a lot. No, I'm just joking. They don't got I'm a joking. lot. I'm joking. I'm putting that all on. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm not putting that on him. Nah, Baltimore. I gotta give. I gotta give Baltimore credit. They doing their thing. It's it, it just that he's in the midst of that while it's going down. It's like, wow. Well, that, that shoot. How'd that help him? You know, he's gonna get yeah, it started I mean, in New I'm York. I'm not a Baltimore fan. I'm not a Baltimore guy. You know what I mean? I got actually one of my my uh, friends in town is a big Baltimore fan. Ravens and, and Orioles. So you know, we go back and forth. But um, that town has been starving for a winter for years. So. For that area, it's good for them, but yeah, like Yankee fans. Serious, I mean, you, Baltimore, man. What, how, how's the feeling around there with Baltimore starting to win? You know what? The the, the expectation and, and the and the feeling around the city of everything is kind of wait and see. You know, wow. honestly, they, they they don't they don't believe it's going to be sustainable at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if it's football, it doesn't matter if it's baseball, the rug is going to inevitably get yanked out from under them and they're going to fall flat on their face. And that's, that, that, that tends to be what happens with Baltimore sports. So, you know, they're, they're, they're enjoying it for now. I mean, right now they're second in the AL East, you know, with a 45 or 28 record, five behind the Raiders, as you spoke about. The Yankees are on the tail. Uh, Toronto is on the like the, the whole AL East is, is cooking right now, and so Baltimore, and, as well as Tampa Bay, is got to keep winning. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, and and you know, looking at baseball, um, I don't want to spend a lot of time. I just you know just noticed the rate the the the, the Reds, um, Cincinnati Reds, eleven straight wins, um, best. I mean, it's like their best in sixty six years um, win streak. So. Um, this is a team that nobody was even thinking about. They sold off a lot of pieces last year, had a down year, and this year they're, they're right back into it. Votto came back, uh, his first game back uh, this season, and hit a home run. They got a young kid. The, the, the young kid, I can't remember his name, but a lot of controversy was starting to bubble up with him in um, BLA. I, I, know, I know, Chandler, you probably heard of him. That's right? the De La Cruz kid? That's the De La Cruz kid? Or? Yeah, I no, think so. Delos Santos, okay. Delos Santos, yeah. So, um, but he's got this deal, this crazy deal with BLA, um, that you know they front you money, they front you about three hundred and fifty grand or something like that. But then the the terms of the deal is you don't have to pay it back um, if you don't make it to the league, if you're not successful. So it's like an investment. But if you do, you owe them about eight percent of your contract uh, or your your earnings. And I think um, Tatis w- was a part of that uh, company as well. So uh, that that investment firm is set to make a lot of money off of these kids. Some people call it exploitation, but a lot of these kids are using that money because they come from some poor, impoverished country. They help you know buy them a lot of stuff so they can make their way into the league. So uh, it's kind of 
kind of a catch-22. I don't know if you guys have heard anything about it. It's kind of it's, – it's crazy. Um, it's, a, it's, it's not unfair because it, if you don't make it, you don't have to pay it back. But they, they kind of say it's like exploitation of these young kids that haven't seen that amount of money. They might not ever see that amount of money in their life. Um, but I, it, it, that was something that caught my eye last week. Um, TBA or, or Chandler or anybody. You, you, you guys heard anything about this BLA investment firm? Yeah, they've been mildly. doing this for a while. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, TB. No, 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 no. I said mildly. I didn't hear too much about it. That's why I was going to let him get back to it. I didn't hear too much about it. So you could talk about it. Um, yeah, they've been doing this for a while. Um, the reason it's bubbling up now is because some of the guys that they're getting money from are, are actually start going to be stars. But they've been doing right. this for a while. It, it, it's it's the same it's the same basic people that were doing the illegal agent deals back in the day. Um, they just kind of morphed yeah. into something else. So, and Major League Baseball knows about it, and they still signing these kids, knowing what's going on. So, who's exploiting? Who's ex- really exploiting them? Is it, is it Major League Baseball or is it this company or is it both of them? You know, right? So. I mean, what are you going to do, man, if, if somebody's willing to offer you that amount of money and you ain't got no guarantee of making it to, to Major League Baseball or making millions of dollars, who wouldn't take that offer? You know what I'm saying? And if you got to give them 8% and you make $500 million, that's well, that, you know what, that 8% is well worth it. So, you know what I'm saying? That's the way they're looking at it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a heck of an investment because if you, you do the math, Right on. Um, so Fernando Tatis is probably the biggest, the highest profile name through this whole deal. Right, he signed a contract for an amazing three hundred and forty uh, million dollars. You know, they are standing, they're standing to get twenty seven million dollars off of that contract. You know, it, it, off of a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar investment to return $27 million off of that one contract pays for every all of the contracts that they've put together for these kids, that one deal. So it's, it's, it's insane. And I, I, I kind of struggle with it. I'm not sure if I feel like it's – I agree with you, Chandler. The group, that, the group that's on the BLA has a, a checkered path. It's, it's hard to say it's exploitation because – it's not a, they don't have to pay it back if they don't make that contract. But if you do, you know, it's almost like Uncle Sam, 8%. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, it's crazy. So um, we'll see how we'll see how far this goes and if MLB has to step in. All I know is, like, if I'm, I was walking in a, in a restaurant and they usually play um, CNBC and I see it, I see them as a, um, as a, like, as one of their pieces on CNBC, I'm like, wow, well, this is something now, right? This is something big. So that's that's crazy. But yeah, shout out, shout out to the Reds getting some W's. Uh, Penny Hardaway gets a three game ban for recruiting violations that just came down not too long ago. Uh, Henry Lundquist avoided uh, into the Hall of Fame with great goaltender from the New York Rangers. So a uh, shout out to him. Uh, oh God. Yeah, that's a degree. Get out of here. Yeah, right. Henry, stop it. King Henry, Over come on. Don't do that. Don't stop do it, that. man. Henry was getting beat up. Henry cost us that cup against L.A., for real. Cam was doing good. If they'd have left Cam between the pipe, we'd have won. They put Henry in at no, the one time we lost. 
I, I felt it was a defenseman in that series. They were letting L.A. get way too deep, and, and they, they kind of took advantage of Henry because, I mean, what was that, 90? He was injured the whole time. He was injured the whole run. The, the Rangers won the President's Cup, and Cam Talbot was the anchor. They take him out just because Henry's back. You know, you sit your old tail down and let this boy bring his dream back to Broadway. Like, I don't, man, listen, that had me tight. I'm still tight about that. Yeah. <laughs> Now Cam up there in Canada wasting away. He could have been in New York being the man out here. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. Well, yeah. oh, God. See, I'm trying to shout out these guys. I'm going to die hard Ranger fan. I'm sorry. I'm a casual fan, so, you know, it, it, don't, it don't hurt me that much. Right? Listen, um, I, I wanted to get to the to the Suns trade, but <laughs> oh, Boston, 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 Boston. What the hell? So they're, they're out here making, looking to acquire, and it, it's not finalized as far as I can, as far as I know, but they're working on a deal with a, a three-team deal, the Boston Celtics, the Los Angeles Clippers, and the Washington Wizards. I don't think Chris Paul is involved with this deal. I thought he was, but he's not. But a three-team deal that the Celtics would get uh, Chris Daps Porzingis, who has to opt into his $36 million contract for the season and then get traded. Um, so it would be an opt-in and trade. You know, the Celtics just brought in last year. And the the Wizards would get a bunch of picks in Marcus Morris and I think Amir Coffey uh, is a part of that deal. And I think Gallinari would be on the move. For, I think he just opted into his contract. Gallinari, who didn't play for Boston because of injury, he would go from Boston to uh, the Wizards. Um, TP, uh, if this trade goes down, I mean, what do you think of the trade and who – who actually comes out on the, the right side of the deal? With the pieces being moved from the names that you mentioned, uh, I still somewhat like it for the Celtics, but I don't want them to get rid of Brogdon because Marcus Smart time is about to be done. Like, I only think Smart's time as the, the running point guard is, is limited, and um, Brogdon is that guy. But if they get rid of him, then you guys are telling me that you're basically going to watch Marcus Smart retire as a Celtic at the point guard position where he's not your, you know, traditional point. But another thing that I'm looking at is is this NBA, they don't like Christopher Paul at all. They don't like him. If you're bringing Chris Paul to the Wizards and you're getting rid of Porzingis where he could work the pick and roll and Porzingis could pick and pop even though he's not your best shooter, but he can hit it. Or you know Chris Paul works at it, can set up alleys. These are one of the best players on the team for Chris Paul to work with. He doesn't really have anything. Beal is gone. He's going to be working with Kuzma and them. It's like they don't like Christopher Paul at all. So I think Porzingis, if he goes there, especially depending on if uh, Al Horford is done, because Al Horford is older, even though he does bring legit defense and a lot of the, the key clutch games in the postseason, he is getting up there, so I don't know how long Boss is going to get long in the tooth with him, but, you know, um, Robert Williams is a good big. I like him a lot uh, for the Celtics. But if him and Porzingis could work that, if if Orford sticks around, I think that works for the Celtics. It makes them a little bit stronger. But um, I, I don't know what the Clippers are doing. The, the Clippers are watching so many pieces come and go, don't want to keep them. They want to bring Chris Paul back. It's like, you really want to bring Chris Paul back there? And he's getting close to 40 right now to do what, retire the Clippers? Like, 
I, I don't know what the Clippers are up to. I, I, I really don't. But um, at the end of the day, I think Boston, they get the bulk of the goodness out of this trade. If it, I, I like Porzingis in Boston if it is able to go down and he could stay healthy. Um, I do want to see him go to a contender. I, haven't, I still don't like the fact that when he got injured in New York, everybody and their mother in New York blamed him for getting injured. He went to Dallas, and everybody blamed him for him and Luka not working out. They sent him to Washington like that was a good move for him. It's like, no, now you send him to Boston – where there's more attention on the floor with Brown, Tatum, and then him, it's, this could be a problem. So I, I think Boston, to me, with the pieces that were mentioned, I think Boston has the best legit move to step up in this situation. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't work in New York. Um, he was too immature. His, 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 his camp was a pain in the behind to, to management, um, and he was always hurt. So you just never saw him put a full season together in New York. Dallas, I think I, – I I just don't see players playing well with Luka. Like, it, he dominates the ball until the end of the shot clock unless he wants to pass it. Putting a seven-footer in the corner and having him shoot threes is just absurd. So that's just poor coaching him on, on my end. But, um, yeah, I, I – I, I, I tend to I, – I, I'll, I'll save my judgment on this trade for the end. I'll, I'll kick it. Uh, Chandler, let me hear your thoughts on this trade that's about to go down. Uh, if the pieces – there might be more added to the deal to kind of make it work. But Chris Stapps to Boston, Brogdon to the Clippers, Morris and Picks to the Wizards, and Gallinari. Well, I like it. I like it for Boston and for, for the Clippers. What this says to me is the Clippers aren't going to go after Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul wants to play with the Clippers. I don't think the Clippers want to bring him back. Um, Brogdon is younger, can can run the point, um, plays defense, you know, has has a voice. So he's going to be like, nah, go over there, do this kind of a thing. So I like that for them. Um, I like Porzingis on the Celtics because, again, because of how he was, he's been used in the NBA. You basically turned him to a seven-foot wing. Okay, well, now you got Robert Williams do, doing the rebound, and now um, the coach, whose name I can't remember in Boston, whatever his name is, Missoula, right? Missoula. Yep. He yep. he apparently loves three-point shooting. So now you can just ring the floor with three-point shooters. And listen, Porzingis is a double-double guy. He's an eighteen and ten guy. Even though people say he don't rebound, he's still getting double-digit rebounds. So I like it for both of those teams. And for Washington, listen, this is a full-on rebuild now. You know, they're probably going to buy out Chris Paul, let him go somewhere. This is a full-on rebuild, which they should have been done. So in all yeah. actuality, it benefits all the teams if you really think about it. But like you guys said, the only odd the odd man out in here is Chris Paul. Everybody's like, nah, mm-hmm. bro, you no, old and people don't like and people don't <laughs> like you. Go sit down. He's a big ticket. He's, how much he worth? I think he's like thirty plus a year. It's like, man, please, yeah, okay, not no more. It's it's sad because you look at when he got traded to OKC, your team, right? Like everybody thought that was you know him fading into the sunset, and he dragged that team to the playoffs. Like I I, mm-hmm. I just don't know why he doesn't get. I don't know why he doesn't get the love. Like to your point, TP, I I totally agree with you. I, and, and I don't disagree. I know with why. Alan, but I I, I, I I'll, okay. I'll add another name who gets the odd man out too is is Russell Westbrook, right? Because I thought he was he was the one guy 
in L.A. that was there every night. After once he got um, released from Utah and went to the Clippers, Westbrook was the guy that was always there, and you could always depend on him to be in the lineup, uh, especially in the playoffs with with Paul not uh, Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard never being available. And now if you bring in Brogdon. He, he's not coming back to the Clippers either. So I don't know how many suitors that guy would have as well. And it could point to Chris Paul maybe heading to the Lakers. I mean, if he wants to be in L.A. because the Clippers are the Lakers. Serious, I mean, I'll come to you serious and TV. I want to let you double-click on this. Um, what do you, serious, what do you think about this three-team trade that's being proposed right now with Porzingis? Um, here's the thing. I, I I don't necessarily agree um with the fact that it's good. I think it's incomplete because at the end of the day I think you have to move smart. You have to move mm-hmm. smart. Like C P hit the nail on the head. The the window for smart being a legitimate starting pit guard it's gone. And if you want to build around Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Porzingis, whenever he whenever he's healthy, Rob Williams, another guy who seems to always not be healthy, um, then you need a legitimate point guard. So my question is what everybody's been asking: Why isn't Chris Paul involved in this particular deal? Because right. it's on Brad Stevens. If I'm, you know, trying to put this team together to compete with the likes of Miami, with the likes of Milwaukee, um, and, and, and the rest of the the, the, the the big guys in the Eastern Conference, you need a guard. You need a legitimate point guard. And you all, you, you, you sat here on this journey network and dragged, literally dragged Marcus Smart for his culture skelter type of ball plan, his, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of skill set. Um, hell of a defensive wing player, but he's not a dude that's going to, you know, take over a game and get your buckets and this, that, and the third, so you need to go get yourself something. So I, I, I want to say this is incomplete. However, for the Washington Wizards, um, I, I love this move. You know, Kuzma, as I don't know if he's here, he Kuzma opted out. He, 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 yeah. he, he's a free agent. You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna, he's gonna go wherever he's gonna go. You know, Kate. You know, Pozingas has to opt in for the trade to go through, but for the purposes, he's gone. So the Wizards are in full fledged rebuild mode, which is again like Cham to Chandler's point. They should have been in years ago, but now they're finally doing it. They got the GM and 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 the front office in place uh, in order to do that, and so. Again, time will tell what, what how this is all going to come together. Um, but I love what the Wizards are doing. I'm scratching my head with the Boston Celtics because, in my opinion, this doesn't get the Boston Celtics over the top. Doesn't get the Boston Celtics back in the NBA Finals. As a matter of fact, I, I think it may hurt them um, because, again, KP can't stay healthy. Robert Williams is a starting five, can't stay healthy, um, and you don't have a legitimate point guard, and you're dependent upon. Jalen Brown to, 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 to carry you over the threshold when if we learned anything from this postseason, um, he, he, he's not that particular guy on a consistent basis for you to get it done. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I, I like it for Washington. I'm not a fan of it for, for, for Boston. 
Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. I'm not a big fan of it for Boston in the sense that I, I like getting Porzingis. I think if you can get him on one year, I think that's fine. I don't know how if this is going to be a long term when you got two super max contracts about to come up. Um, I, you know, I'm looking at Porzingis playing probably play the most games in a regular season, uh, possibly in his career. He played about 65 games. You know, had a really good season, 23-8 and, um, you know, just under three assists a game. Um, but Boston, the move that they needed to make was to get a point guard, and you traded away the playmaker that can hopefully easier for, for Brown and Tatum. Like, I feel like those guys need the ball in their hands, but I feel like they need a point guard that can get them easier shots. And I, I think you're trading away Brogdon, that just, you're not helping that cause because that's not smart game to your guys' point. Um, I think for Brogdon, I think it's a good move to go to L.A. I think I think L.A. probably won this deal. Um, he probably have to give up his Morris to get a, 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 a good point guard on this team. So um, I don't hate it for Boston, but I feel like there's other moves that they – if they were going to make a splash, there was other moves they could have made. T.P., you were going to mention something about Chris Paul. Go ahead. Oh, you said you don't know why he gets he doesn't get the love. Well, I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> he's injury prone. That's why. Yeah. And and I think well, I know me myself. What bothers me about Chris Paul because I when Chris Paul came out of high school, I was a huge Chris Paul fan because of his story. And his grandfather was a crossing guard. His grandfather died right before the game, and he was 61. And Chris Paul scored 61 points on the 62nd point. He threw the ball out of bounds, walked off the floor crying. I was like, oh, that's the best foot story I've ever heard. And then. You know, the run in New, New Orleans, everything that he did, especially when he was in weight going crazy. And then it was like, when does he get on a team to be a championship contender? The NBA jinxed him with the Kobe stuff. I think he definitely probably contended for one with Kobe. So then it's like he's going through as much as he can with the Clippers. He's in the other locker room, can't get it done. He's losing game seven after game seven. Him and Doc can't get it figured out. Then he gets to Houston. I think once he got to Houston, this is when the ball started rolling on when he doesn't get the love because now we know you're semi or full-blown ring chasing, right? You guys are on the run. You guys got the the Warriors up against the ropes. He gets hurt. Goes to OKC. He gets hurt. He leaves OKC. He goes to Phoenix. He gets hurt in the finals. In the finals. And then after that, he keeps getting hurt. He keeps getting hurt. It's like they people want to be the fan for Chris Paul because he isn't that real guy with the nonsense, even though he does have a dirty history. He does have a dirty history. People still love Chris Paul regardless. But him being injury prone is why he don't get the love. And I, I, I don't know when the NBA, like, give him leeway to go where he wants to go. I think this will probably be his last little hoorah to go to a good team. If he gets bought out, he could go to LeBron. Because I think since these guys are real close and good friends like that, that they're going to try to make that happen while LeBron is definitely ring chasing. Because unless you're just sitting up here just trying to be, you know, stat guarding, like, then, then, then fine. You can do what you got to do. But <laughs> – that, that's the only thing I can think of right now. But other, like you said, the reason why he's not getting love, if he could stay out there on the floor when it's effective, and it, it it made my stomach turn when they were in the finals up against the Bucks, and he couldn't even bring the ball up court up against Drew Holiday. Not saying Drew's not a dog, but he was making sure Booker brought the ball up. It's like, wait, you got one of the craziest crossovers in the league. Shake him up and get him off of you. He just didn't have the legs or lungs to get across. And I understand he just battled COVID right before, but it's like, 
this is what people are waiting for, for you to have that special moment. And it, it doesn't show. It, Chris Paul don't have that, that gene. He don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's always hurt it. when they need in, in the playoffs. Bad. What if Boston is waiting for Chris Paul to get bought out and they're going to sign him? Interesting. That's what I was thinking. But would they get rid That's of smart? Would they get rid of smart? What happens to smart? Then? Well, but it's smart you, about the best you can bring him on the contract. That, that's why I said, uh, Chandler, I, I think this, this, this deal, is, and for me, it's incomplete because you have to do something at the point card position. And, again, to your point, if, if CP3 gets bought out and then signs with, let's say, Boston, then I can understand the reason as to why they made this deal. But I, I also question if you're giving away, if you're the Washington Wizards and, and the, the Boston Celtics, why not just include Chris Paul in the deal? Money. The money. They, they wouldn't have the to money. give up more. Yeah. They'd have to give up more to make the deal work because now you're sending $36 million in, in Porzingis in what, 40-something million? And Chris Paul, all more than that? That's a lot of salary to match up. Why? That's why if they can't make another deal on the side, I, I agree with Chandler. He'll get bought out because they're clearly not going to keep him. There's no reason to keep him if it's a full rebuild mode, like you guys said, which I totally agree with. Then he goes into that, 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 that market of, you know, he can get like a veteran's minimum or whatever because he's already getting his bag and, or unless he wants a bigger contract, which I doubt. Um, and then he can go to any team he wants. But the rumor is he wants to go to home. He wants to go to L.A. You know what I mean? So that's why I think the Lakers are the possibility. But I think Boston is where he could probably go and make a real impact. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it's going to be interesting. But I, I, I just basically I just got some um, – it's not breaking, but I just got earlier today because uh, I wanted to talk about the, the Beal trade, but I can't get to it. Because um, it's frustrating, it's maddeningly frustrating to me, guys. But the Blazers, uh, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, have shut down talks for any kind of deal that includes Damian Lillard, essentially taking him off the trade market. Um, you know, the Heat are waiting to see if Lillard will be available in a trade, but it doesn't look like the the, the Blazers are taking any more calls. They're shutting it down, and it looks like they're going to try to either package that number three pick um, to get a player, or they're going to try to build around Damian Lillard uh, and keep keep going at it. Um, Lillard just can't get out of Portland, and he said he doesn't want to leave. He wants to he wants to be uh, he wants to be in Portland. Is what he told Shams or what Shams reported earlier uh, in the day. So. Damian Lillard, Portland for life. TP, what, what do you think about this development? It came off, it came across a couple hours ago, but I definitely wanted to bring this up before we talk about the big trade. I think uh, Four City uh, Barry's influencing me, people. I'm sorry that this is happening live on air, but I'm turning into a bad guy live on air. I'm sorry that this is happening, but I don't care. This is the crazy part about it. It's like, okay, Lillard. We know that you're a good person in heart, that you want to stay around Portland, 
bro, you are going to shoot every shot every time you come across half court. You want 40 shots a game. You want to average 34 points a game and lose. You want to lose there. Like, like you're, you're content with losing there. All these teams are like, well, come here, we need a point guard, and trying to help you go at least make a run at a championship, and you don't want to do it. I'm tired of it. If you Have you watched the Blazers game? Have you watched the Blazers play basketball? That is not a team I'm not going to sit there and just soak up all the money I can year after year and just keep getting our head busted. Bad. And the worst part about it is, is I, I love Chauncey Billups. I love Chauncey as a, a player and a guy, but, like, he can't coach. He can't coach. And, and no coach came there to turn that around. You want to stick there with who? Littles? Like, the get out of North Carolina? Like, the, what's going to happen there? Nurkic? Nurkic keep getting hit, injured every year. Like, what's, what's going to change in Portland? And, and I think Portland is tired of hearing, oh, well, this person is going to come and get Dame. Dame want to go here. Dame want to go there. Enough. Enough. I, the only team I really feel like Dane want to go to, but he'll never go there, is the Warriors because he's from Oakland, but he can't play with Steph. That's Steph home. Steph is going to retire a Warrior unless he ends up retiring in Charlotte because he want to go back home. That's the only way. I don't ever think the Warriors are going to let him go and Dane come there and, and replace him to go back home, even though they're in San Francisco now. That's, I'm, I'm tired of the Dame Lillard stuff and him and Kyrie both now want to go to Miami to play with Jimmy Butler. It's, y'all two out of any personality trying to work with Jimmy Butler, and, and y'all all hotheads. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't care no more. It's like Dame, we get it. If you keep entertaining it, like go out there and just say I'm going to stay in Portland for life. That's it. Don't even let even people like draw the attention that you going somewhere else. Enough is enough. Portland should be contracted at the end of the day. I, I don't think they even trying to win. If you watch a Blazer game and watch them get from first quarter to fourth quarter, how nobody, one, two, three, four, five, six man, seventh man, whoever coming off the, the water boy, nobody plays defense, like it's, it's disgusting. It, no, there's no way I would want to stay there and keep losing, especially in a loaded Western Conference. The Western Conference just got tougher. The Western Conference just got tougher. And you want to stay there and keep getting punched in your dome? Oh, you stay right there in the Rose Garden. Stay there. Stay right there. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It's it, to me. It's sad. Serious. <laughs> Dame Willard doesn't look like he's gonna be moved. He's gonna be important for life. What do you got, bro? You know, at the end of the day, I, I think this is a situation where um, I'm gonna stop trying to go to bat for the guy. Yeah, I, I really am. I've been I've been on this platform and, and my own social media platforms and. You know, trying to get Dane Dollar into a winning situation because honestly, that's all that's left for him to accomplish is to you know get you know into a deep playoff run and, and potentially win a championship. Um, but he's hell bent, as he alluded to, on shooting the ball forty times a game, averaging thirty-four points and losing by three points because you can't stop up and play no defense, or being the guy. In, in the middle of Portland, like you have an opportunity to get yourself to a championship winning outfit and you choose to not do that. Um, so again, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to defend him anymore. I really do wish him the best. I hear the thing, like I think Dane needs to stop talking out of the side of his mouth because yeah. a couple weeks ago he was talking on social media about how he would love to go play with Bam and how he would love to go play here and how he would love to go play there. And now all of a sudden you want to stay in Portland. Make up your mind. If you want to go play here, there, and everywhere, then allow the Portland Trailblazers 
to orchestrate something to get you to where you ultimately want to go. But don't sit there and say, I want to go to Miami. I want to go play with my man in in Brooklyn. I want to go play with this guy. I want to play with that guy. And then not make the move to go play with those type of people because you want to be the guy in, in Portland. Like, you know, make your mind up, man. Make your mind up. The Bible says a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Stop being double minded, man. Figure out what the heck you want to do. Let the Portland Trailblazers make a move for you and then keep it pushing. Like, it's frustrating listening to Dane Dollar stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you, if, if you want to win, okay. But if, you, if you know, you just want to ball, I mean, that's fine too. But I, I agree. It's just, I, it's been it's been too much back and forth with the talking and on podcasts and then you know coming out and say I want to be in Portland, which is not a bad town. I, I like Portland. I've been out there, but it's like nobody's coming to play there. Nobody's nobody's come to play there. I mean, it's an impossible situation because they can't can't rely on a number three pick to help you win now. That's a rebuild. Chandler, I mean, I, I listened to your to your finger food on the YouTube channel on on our Sports City Chefs channel. It, it was really awesome, and you know, you said you wanted Dame to get traded and, and traded to New York. I don't see a pathway to that now with Dame talking about he wants to be in Portland and and the Blazers taking him off the trade market essentially to stop taking calls for him. I mean, what do you think about this latest development? Um, I'm torn, you know, because. I understand what Dame is doing. He's not a guy that that is built for the big city. He's not, obviously. But he also wants knows that he can't win in Portland. But he he's one of those cats that's just fiercely loyal. He don't put down roots there. He got family there. All of that stuff. He's invested in the community. What I think happened was I think the team went to him and said, "Listen." Give us one more season. Let us draft this young kid. Let's see what happens. Because the first three picks, all those cats are going to be stars. Right? So give us one season, play with this kid. If at the end of the season you still want to go, we will get you where you want to go. I, I mean, I feel like it's a mid-season trade, and then we'll be talking about this again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll be talking about is he on the market? Will they trade him? Will they? Won't they trade him if they pick? To me, it's trading that number three pick for a star, like maybe Zion. You know what I mean? And and that's another thing. I I think it's real that he's on the trade market. I think the fact that the Pelicans have not said that he's not available in trades, he's our guy, blah blah blah, is more telling than them saying, you know, saying he's on the trade market. You know what I mean? If he was your guy, he's a franchise guy, he would not be available in trade. You would squash that right away. So, I mean, that's the only pathway forward because the Pelicans are desperate for that number three pick and the, the Blazers would be desperate to get rid of that pick to get a star in, in-house. So, I, I just, but I just don't know. I, I agree with you. I think you know, it's not. There's nothing wrong with Dave wanting to stay in Portland. That's where he's built his foundation. He's great in the community. They they love him out there. But I just I can't do it anymore. And you know, I've totally given up on him coming to, to New York or into a big market like that or L.A. I think he's you know from that area. So, um, 
I I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening, and I hope we don't have to keep talking about it. That's just going to be a name that is always in trade rumors, and you know, it ain't going nowhere. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, God, you know, call number nine two nine four six. Go you're, you're slick, Barry, because you brought up two guards that stay in the midst of this trade talk or going to a new team stuff. And one, I'm I'm tired of hearing about. The other one is like, I really don't want to force this on her, but I'm gonna say it. It's like, when when are you gonna start, to, you know, uttering retirement? And this is this is Christopher Paul. I'm saying it's like, unless you start chasing a ring and. Going all out out there on the floor, I, I I think you should start hanging it up just like Carmelo did. I I don't know, but that that's the way I feel about both of their situations. I I, I just don't know or get it. I don't know. Wait, who's the other guard, TP? Chris Paul and Damian Lillard. Okay, I you thought you were talking about Russ. Oh, okay. oh no, well Russ 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 situation. I feel bad for Russ actually. If you throwing Russ in there, Russ situation is different because it's like. Russ finally turned their back on and started playing good for the Clippers at the end, and now they're talking about bringing more guards, and it's like, damn, like you started turning up good, and now they want to bring somebody else in to probably escort you out the door too. It's, it's, I feel bad for him, man. I feel bad for him. Yeah, That's karma, I, man. I, I do too. I do too. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Chris Paul wants to talk about retirement. How, he's, how old is he now? Thirty. Seven he's at twenty eighty five, so what he turned thirty eight he turned thirty eight at the beginning of this month, May. I think it's like May sixth or something like that his birthday is. So I think he's born yeah, eighty five. So, so he's yeah. about thirty eight yeah. now. Yeah, I gotta be about thirty eight years old. So um yeah, I don't I don't know his past. I don't know where he goes. Like, like you know, in 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 game. I, I I just if you wanna stay in, in, in Portland, stay there, but don't Let's not talk about winning. I mean, you want to say that in public, fine, but, you know, nobody's coming there to win with you, man. Nobody has. Nobody wants to go to Portland. That's just, it, they can't attract these big stars, it, you know, I, unless it's a trade. And, I, you know, I don't know anybody's going to be happy with it. They finally got an asset that somebody would want to give up a, a disgruntled star, a star for, which is that third pick um, that, you know, is very intriguing at this point. Because you can get either Miller or, or Henderson, right? Um, you know, we we all know who the the Spurs are going to get. One beyond it, so yeah, I, don't, I just don't know their path. I don't know what they're what they're thinking in, in Portland. It's not fielding calls, not trading, and, and if, I, I I'm with you, serious. I honestly, it's like I'm just kind of over it. I'm like kind of over it because it's like he's just not going to leave. He's not leaving. Um. So we'll see what happens. Call the number as always, nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. But I definitely wanted to get get into that Bradley Beal trade because Chandler Chandler's finger food had me thinking about it, and, and also Sirius's finger food as well. So um, Bradley Beal finally got traded, probably three years too late, to the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are all in, uh, trying to get a chip next year. Uh, Bradley Beal is going to. Uh, have joined Devin Booker and Kevin Durant in Phoenix. Not sure. Obviously, Chris Paul is a part of that deal to go to the Wizards, but the Wizards are trying to, like we've been saying, the Wizards are trying to move on from Chris Paul, try to, try to get another team involved. If not, it's probably going to be some type of straight-up deal. Maybe you have to add another player or two in there. Um, TP, I, I know we haven't gotten a chance to talk about it on this show, or I don't know if you talked about it on the other show, but Bradley Peel headed to Phoenix. I mean, 
you could take it any which way you want to. This is tenders. Um, it, this is a win now uh, team. Can this can a super team work in this in this day and age now in the NBA? You know, talk to me about this whole Bradley Beal situation. Twin City, I'm sorry that I really have to keep admitting this on air, but Barry is forcing me to be this way. That I'm I'm turning into the villain. Like I feel like I'm the the black, you know, uh, Superman. You know, Superman turned black wait, wait, and he, he, everything started going crazy. I, I don't I don't like that he's doing this to me. I, I just I, isn't, isn't that one of your favorite Beanie Siegel songs? Why does it have to be this way? Right? No, this, with, this uh, feel like this, this feel like um ride for my like I don't I don't even know. Listen, and here's the reason why I'm a ride for my. I'm I'm looking at two different scenarios, and 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 at this point in time, Switzerland, you know me, I do this a lot. This is a track off of Notorious B.I.G.'s second album, Life After Death. The song is called What's Beef, and the song starts off with ha 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 ha. And when I'm laughing like that, I'm laughing at two scenarios. I'll start with the biggest one out of all of them. The first one is the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix, you mean to tell me? I really, how far can I go back? I'll go back to, like, the end of the 2000s, like, going into the 2010s. Do you know how many guards Phoenix drafted? Like, Phoenix just sitting up here getting guard after guard from Tyler Eulis. All of these guards never worked out. You got got nobody to fill that bench. And then you started to fill the bench, and you got a core and got you all the way to the finals, and you blow it up? You blow it up. You get rid of it now. You guys have nobody. You have you brought Bill in as an emergency situation. You brought KD there, and you got eight in there and Okogi. Who's on that bench at all? Cameron Payne. Who who do you have to go to war with? I, I, I hear I heard people come out there and say the Suns are favored to win. Yeah, ha 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 ha. They are not winning nothing. I don't even think they get to the Western Conference Finals. I don't think they get nowhere near the Western Conference Finals. And um. Ownership from them being from Robert Sarver with the racist stuff that used to be in Barry. You know, I don't like racism, so I'm going to kill him. But I, I won't, I'll leave him alone. Just it, it, That's the karma. That's what you get. I'm glad you're gone. Now your, your organization is suffering for however long this may be. Kevin Durant is 35. How, how long do you think he's going to be at this optimal play? And and he's not even something that people worry about no more. They, they know Kevin Durant is a given 25 to 30 points and then beat him up on the defensive side of the ball. He can't do nothing defensively, nothing. It was it was cool back in the day they could, you know, hide him as much as now he gotta go out there and earn his keep. And the second part of the situation is, I gotta say the best for last, is Kevin Durant. So K D, you and Russ didn't make it happen, so on and so forth. And I'm I'm gonna speak how I need to speak. Yeah, I am a disgruntled Thunder fan. You left because you and Russ had the beef and then try to make it look like saying, Oh, well, I was tired of me and Russ having to be the ones, you know, trying to make the score happen. I get it. Management needed to put more pieces around you, which they're scrambling like heck to put pieces in there. Now it's multiple pieces like crazy and OKC, but I get it, right? So now you go to the Warriors, another stacked team, get your championship because that's what all you were waiting for. After you leave there, you're going to super team after super team after super team. And if it wasn't for the Warriors super team and the run that they were on, you wouldn't have a ring. And this is what everybody is putting asterisks around. I, I'm looking at it like that because they're doing their best to keep you covered and it's not looking good by any means from 
going to Brooklyn and you and Kyrie setting it up so you guys could get James Harden. Y'all made James Harden look so bad the way that he wanted to leave Houston. Like, he was throwing the ball off the glass just so he could get punched to come out there to not have any chemistry. You guys played less than 40 games together combined being together, and everybody got injured when it was crunch time, and that it didn't materialize to anything. So now you're, you went out to Phoenix to another big team. That was Chris Paul. Chris Paul was there. That was a big three right there. You, Booker, Chris Paul. You got a point guard setting up the table, and y'all should go crazy. That still didn't work out because y'all dismantled the team, and now y'all bringing Bill to throw him more money, and what is this supposed to do? Help you win in the West? You got Denver that will punch you guys in your forehead. You you got the Lakers that they still feel like they're a threat, especially with LeBron ring chasing, even though I don't believe it. I don't believe the Lakers are a threat to me, but they're a team out West that you're going to have to compete with. The Clippers, they better be healthy if not. If you're talking about extreme blow-ups in Washington, you better extremely blow up that thing on the other side of L.A. Like So there are a lot of teams in the West that are contending. I do not feel Phoenix is this, but they have name quality that people are gawking at. But um, this is funny. From ownership management, I'm laughing at y'all ridiculously loud. And, K.D., you, you're the one that everybody be in the lunchroom like smirking at and looking in the corner like, yo, man, this dude over here, he's such a clown. Now, now look at him. They trying to do everything that they can to keep KD content, and it ain't working. And every second of the day, he's getting older, and, and people are attacking him. Everybody that's playing him, from Boston sweeping him to Denver taking care of business, and then they, they wasn't scared of him. Like, who, who's scared of him? Other, other than the shots that he put up, I, I, I don't give a crap no more. Ha, 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 both of y'all. So, no, I, I, it's interesting to see Bradley Bill go over there and get it done, but, um, nope, you guys will probably be a second-round exit. And that that be that bon voyage. I mean, it's a good trade for Briel because he doesn't have to be the man. I don't feel like he can be the man on a team that leads to a championship. But Kevin had a had a rough Denver series, right? His numbers were down. I I feel like biggest trade is incomplete for for the the Suns. They don't have a point guard. They don't have they don't they don't have a guy that can get. And, and if you think Aiton was unhappy before. He's going to give him less touches with these three guys on the court. I don't know how he's going to be happy. Uh, serious, what do you think about the Beal trade to the Suns? I mean, does it make him a contender? Will this super team work? No. There's there's no way on God doing up that this super team is going to work for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, Bradley Beal is not – again, I'm, I'm sounding like Chandler because I, I listen to his, his finger food, but there is not a clutch gene in this dude's body. Not, not, <laughs> not a one. Not a one. This dude wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight if he needed to. Like. And at the end of the day, you go, you're going out to Phoenix with the expectation of winning. And outside of John Wall and Russell Westbrook being there, he hasn't won anything on his own. So then you pair him up with Kevin Durant, who hasn't won a damn thing, on his own, and you pair him up with Devin Booker, who got to the got to the NBA Finals once and wasn't able to get it done this year with Kevin Durant. So listen, this is going to be a great fantasy basketball lineup. This is going to look good on paper. They're going to do the whole press junket circuit and all this other type of stuff, you know, come you know NBA training camp and. They're going to be must-see TV, you know, you know, in your local area for, for, for games. But when it comes said and done, when it comes time to, to, to go win the damn championship, this team is going to fold up like lawn chairs 
because at the end of the day, as they are currently constructed, they do not have it to do. And not to mention, again, I, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, they, the head coach is Frank Vogel. That's the flipping head coach. You know what I'm saying? Another clown who needed LeBron James to get his ring but has not shown the propensity to get it done. So this this is this this is bad on top of bad on top of bad. And again, I I, I respect KD's game. I think he is box office. I think he's a walking bucket. I respect the 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 the, the light skin the, the light skin brother Devin Booker. He's a walking bucket. I I I, I like Bradley Bill's game as 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 a part of the puzzle. Um, but at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, this is going to be a disaster. And quite frankly, I'm kind of here for it. Yeah, I mean, it, I, you know, Booker's that you know he he can he's proved he's got that mentality, man. He just want a ball. He wants to put. He wants to take your heart out. He he can do it. Sometimes he has off nights, which is kind of rare, but he can light it up. He can light light that box score up. Um. Chandler, because I know I know you went pretty good on, on the finger food. I definitely want to hear your take on this Bradley Beal trade and if it can work. And I mean, I, I'm surprised because the super team looked like it was, you know, a thing of the past, especially with the new CBA coming down. Um, but here we are with Bradley Beal with a monster contract being traded to a Phoenix Suns team that doesn't have – they have four guys, I think, maybe five, with campaign under contract. They don't really have a full team yet. On, excuse me, on paper, it's a great trade. Look at the mm-hmm. look at the talent, right? Look at the talent. By himself, Bradley Bill, when he was with the Wizards, and that team had talent, by the way. He could never even get them to the eighth seed. Think about that. He yeah. he in the Eastern Conference, he couldn't get them to the eighth seed. So now you're telling me he's going to Phoenix and make them a world beater? How? He's also a guy who shrinks in the playoffs, by the way. It makes no sense, except on paper, or fantasy basketball, or if you're playing 2K. That's the only way it makes sense. Regular season, they're going to put up numbers. Everybody's going to love them. What are you going to do when playoffs come? And you're going to get rid of DeAndre Ayton, which doesn't make any sense because Monty Williams buried him because he didn't like him. Monty Williams only wants to coach guys that are easy to coach. No, you have to coach all the guys on your roster, not just the guys you like. And who's the point guard? Walker. <laughs> Yeah, okay, miss me with all this Phoenix Suns nonsense. <laughs> yeah, because they don't have a point. I mean, campaign, I don't know if you can trust him to be a starting point guard. I think Booker, especially when Chris Paul went down in the playoffs, he kind of handled the ball and was the guy that was starting the offense. So I think that would be their only option unless they can get a guy on the cheap. Maybe they get Russell Westbrook on a low contract. Who knows? But, I mean, I don't know where they go from here. They got a team to fill. And to your point, 
Chandler, it's, I feel like they would have to move Aiton to get to, – to, I don't know, get cap space, but to be able to field some players, get some, some people back so they can have a roster. They just don't have any, but they gutted this team to get Durant, and now they're, they're bringing in a guy that's a bloated almost $50 million a year contract. So I, I just don't know how this is supposed to work in, in Knicks. I feel like it's incomplete. Well, um, the Knicks will give them – Mitchell Robinson and Quentin Grimes for DeAndre Aiden. No, no, please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. I, I, I my heart can't take that. Let's go next. Let's go next. <laughs> Let's go next. I can't. I can't. Oh, I did. Oh, my. Yeah, no, so, wait, so, so would you, would you trade? So you didn't trade Quentin Grimes to get uh, Donovan Mitchell. Buy that. You would trade him to get Aiton? Yes, because I saw Aiton in college. That kid has a motive, but like I said, Monty Williams buried him. So he said, "Screw you! If you ain't gonna, if you gonna keep on making me, because no matter what Aiton did, he was always a scapegoat. He could have a double double. Everybody else could suck. The team lose. It was his fault. The coach made him the scapegoat for everything. Get him up out of there. Mitchell Robinson can't stay healthy, so let his ass go to Phoenix with the rest of them injury prone dudes. Okay, bring Aiton in." He's going to play for Thibodeau. Trust me on that. And we got 17 point guards, so we can give one away. I don't know, man. I mean, I saw him get bullied by by uh, the Joker, and he got bullied by uh, in, in that Milwaukee Bucks uh, final series. So, I mean, I, mean, I, I know that I know he's a former number one pick. Shade, I know the guy can play. Yeah, go ahead, serious. I mean, what I, I mean, I don't want to cut you off, but I mean, getting. Getting bodied by Joker, there, there's no shame in that. He bodies everybody. Same thing with with, with Giannis. Like, I actually mm-hmm. agree with Chandler on this one. I, I, I think I think Aiton to New York will be a hell of a move. Um, since we're talking about Portland, I think I think DeAndre Aiton anywhere but where he currently is will be a, a, a decent move. I, I think he's a great player, but. He, a change of scenery um, is, is imminent. To send him anywhere but Detroit, because clearly, you know, the coach, you know, Monty Williams and him did not get along. And I think, honestly, for New York, as much as I love watching New York screw stuff up, I think it will actually be perfect for the next. That's not the move they need, though. I, I feel like they got to, if they're going to make a trade, they got to go all in on Zion and be patient. I, I mean, unless they don't have to give up a lot to get Aiton, I, I just don't. Because well, Chandler, they have to, they have, they have to get Robinson to opt in, right? He's got to opt into a contract, or or he's under contract to make that deal. No, he's already under contract. Cause remember, they re-signed him last year into a two or three year deal, so he's already under contract. Right, right, so you right. can move him. And listen, they got enough picks to get Zion if they want, right? And still get Aiden. It's just that I don't know. It's the picks that the pick they want is this year's number three or two pick from Charlotte or or the, the uh, Blazers. The Knicks don't have a draft pick this season, so they would have to make up. Uh, they'd have to get another team involved to to get that home run deal. Um, but it's going to be interesting. Okay, really quick, and then I want. to – Go ahead. 
You know, I said get Oklahoma City involved. They got 70,000 number one picks. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. We don't have nothing to do. Wait, we don't have nothing to do with this. Listen, could you guys stop trying to be like the Red Cross and Blue Shield trying to save the Knicks? Everybody wants to save the Knicks. Save the Knicks. I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie The Air Up There. Nobody wants to go play for Jimmy Dolan. The Shake and Bake, nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to play for Dolan. None of them. None of them. That's Crap. not true. That's not true. It is true. Like, nobody I mean, wants to play. They, they kick Charles Oakley Nobody wants to garden. play for Dolan, but they do want to play in the Garden. I mean, they, Zion they want to play, get, they want get, to play there to beat the Knicks. And what is Zion going to do for the Knicks? What is he going to do? Just get a couple dunks? He's not going to win no championship. Like when? Years from now? Like, and he, you need pieces there. Like, they need a big. You you trying to chase Aiden away. Aiden is better than Mitchell Robinson. Leaps and bounce. Leaps and bounce better. But, Leaps but and bounce. The, you chasing away? The, I don't mind getting Aiden, but the guy that we need is not. Listen, if you're. If, uh, Zion is not you, the if, guy if, you if need. You're, you're, if you, okay. All right, fine. I mean, listen, if you're the Blazers, not the Blazers, I mean the Pelicans, I apologize. If you're the Pelicans, do you trade Zion, CP? Hell no. Yeah. No, I'm not, getting rid of, I'm not getting rid of Zion. Hell no. While they already showed them that they're trying to put a team together, they brought CJ and them down there. Like, no, just because he got all of this melee behind them, it's, so be it. Zion is a, a generational talent. As long as he can stay healthy, that's it. They keep him on the floor. It's him, CJ, um, Brandon Ingram, but they I just heard recently that they may move Ingram, so that's interesting. Especially if they move Ingram it is Zion to be chained and shackled to a, a some type of food place down there. You ain't going nowhere. Listen, all of your family, the whole Williamson squad, y'all stuck somewhere. Y'all think the levees broke y'all huh? Y'all'll be sitting right there yeah. next to the levees if he leaves. Sit right there. I mean, he's not going nowhere. If I if I have something to say about it, heck no. They don't have no star quality. See CJ's getting up in age. And CJ the trigger man, like who? Ooh, and they're getting ready to Brandon Ingram. Yeah, okay. Well, contract that team too because they just got rid of Anthony Davis years ago. There's no way that the Pelicans have that type of power to get rid of him and think they'd be all right in the Western Conference. They, they need Zion. They need it. They need a 22 and eight guy, and that's a 22 and eight easy, easy. They need, they need a six. Don't have with that TP. The only issue I have with that is the fact that, yeah, Zion is box office, but his brother can't stay healthy. Right. You feel me? Yeah, so, but then say, okay, I so mean, he can't stay healthy. So send him to New York where everybody that goes to New York get hurt? Poor Zingas, Derek Rose. Name some people. If you can name the stars they brought no, through no, the no, doors no. of the garden. No, Matt, no, that's, that's, not that's not a New York thing. Randall but, didn't get him. And you really want Zion and they really want Zion to come to New York so he can play with R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett been trash since. Trash. Uh, oh, no. We, oh, no. We sent an R.J. Barrett to New Orleans. You hear Cameron, you hear Cameron, see? You see what I mean? They don't, I mean? That's what they want him in New York, so him and RJ can play together. And they already try, they try to get... What? I don't want him traded, but it sounds like that's the trick. That's the trade piece that you got to move everybody else intact. But it's going to be... It's, I mean... Obi-Tom he was the one watching y'all suffer in the postseason. He, he was the one that did not yeah. show up for y'all this postseason. Y'all needed him to at least give y'all, I want to be nice, like 11 to Boy, 16 points a game. Y'all need a depth from him. 
Randall didn't show up. Randall didn't show up against Miami. He's the guy that quit. He's the guy that was looking like he wanted to, to, to just run off the court, wasn't hustling, Bro. had a poor body language. At least Barrett had a couple good games in the, in the second round. Randall was the disappointment. Randall was the guy that played himself out of New York. I mean, Chandler, you're a Nick fan. I mean, like, I, Randall's the guy that, that blew it, not not Barrett. You know I hate R.J. Barrett because of his father, so R.J. Barrett got to go. Thank you. But, but Randall, you. Randall, but, I mean, Randall, Randall was, the, was the problem against the Heat. Oh, yeah, Randall got to go, we had, <laughs> Exactly. I mean, we, we listen. If anything, the Knicks finally got somebody that they can build around in Brunson. Brunson was phenomenal in the playoffs on one foot. That's what bothers me. He was on one foot, played his behind off. Randall couldn't be found. Um, but I mean, Sirius, you said you would you would trade Zion. I mean, yeah. I'll let you elaborate on that. It's like from TP's perspective, I understand you cannot give up on somebody like Zion because when he played mm-hmm. for the Pelicans this past season, he was phenomenal. He was like a 26-9 and nine guy, all-star, right? Like, it, it's hard to trade away a guy like that. But there's a lot of reasons right. why you would entertain packages for him. Right, Sirius? Well, I think it's going to come down to a couple of things. First and foremost, the simple fact that the, the, the value for Zion right now it's significantly high because of the optimism. Like like you alluded to, when he's on the floor, he's, you know, 24, 25, and 10 a game. I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll put butts in seats or whatever the case may be. And so you have to explore the options to, to, to move him if you're a team, uh, you know, like the Pelicans who are looking to gain assets to, to, to compete in the Western Conference. Um, however, I do I do see what TP's coming from. Where again, you got Bi that's that's possibly on the move. Uh, Dame Dollar is, is is getting kind of you know up there in the years. You trying to you know put something together and win you know put something together. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, I would if I'm the Pelicans, I, I move him. You know, and again, I don't want to dive into, you know, a man's off the field, you know, situation, but you don't want that type of headache. You don't want that type of distraction. And this dude has shown since he's been drafted into the league to not be able to take care of his body in such a way that makes him available uh, long term. You know, that, 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 whole, that, that, that whole top three, you know, is, is, is not making a good, 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 good look for themselves right now, talking about, you know, Zion, Ja, and R.J. Barrett. And I don't know if, you know, the Knicks are the move for Zion Williamson. I, I for one, don't believe it is. I want to see DeAndre Ayton go to New York um, and, and, and see what that looks like. But at the end of the day, if I'm the Pelicans, I, I definitely entertain the idea of moving Zion and, and building around B.I. and – and you have the pieces and seeing what happens there. Yeah, I mean, I hope they don't trade Ingram. I think that would be a huge mistake to trade that guy. Um, but it's 
it's a sticking point for me, the fact that they, the, the Pelicans have not come out and said that Zion is not available for trades. We're not entertaining this idea. You can stop talking about it. They, they've let it fester for the last couple of days because they know they're taking calls for it. And Zion has a problem with Pelicans management. You know, they let Cole uh, probably his trusted confidant in that, in that organization. And the Pelicans have a problem with Zion, you know, just not being available. And, and you know, he would, might have been able to come back for the playoffs but didn't feel quite like himself. So there's a rift in that organization, between that organization and, and Zion. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was traded. The talent, you can't get rid of. But the player, most likely. Chandler, what do you think about Zion? You, would you trade him if you're the Pelicans, or would you hang on to him? You have to trade him now because you screwed yourself from jump. Remember when he came out of college and I said he should not be playing in the summer league and you yeah. get him on a diet, all of that. They didn't do that. They played him. He wound up getting hurt. He kept playing him. He kept getting hurt. They never, ever, ever took the time to get that boy on some sort of diet training regimen. They basically showed him that they didn't give a damn about him because they were filling the seats with him. And, and let's not forget, he never wanted to go there anyway. Remember draft night? He was like, oh. Yeah. So <laughs> you have to trade him because it's a lost asset. So get whatever, get picks, whatever for him, get a couple of players, move on. I mean, I, I look at it like, from that perspective, too, I, I don't feel like he ever wanted to be in New Orleans. He always wanted to be in New York. Um, and I feel like the Pelicans, why did they give him the contract, right? Like, why did they give him that big contract to be at this point now, right? You rewarded him for not playing. You rewarded him on the play you think he probably should be. But you rewarded him for not being in shape, for being overweight, for not being available. I feel like that's the whole problem in the NBA right now. I think Michael Jordan said it years ago, like the, their generation had to work hard to get those big contracts. Like Jordan wasn't making, if you look at Jordan's contract history, it wasn't until his last two years that he was making $30 million a year. And I think it was like a one year deal to come back. He wasn't making that kind of money on a contract before you come out of college you get that contract, and then you get this max or super max deal. Like, these guys don't have to work for it. It's there. They're going to give it to you. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of where, where we're at with Zion. Like, Zion's got to rededicate himself and, and really get back in the lab, work on his game, but get in shape. I mean, the fact that we're always talking about he needs a nutritionist and needs to stay off of OnlyFans. But, I mean, we, we're talking about him needing to get in shape at this point in his career. Is, that just doesn't make any sense to me. That's mind-boggling to me that we're talking about him in that manner and not him, you know, getting to that next level. We were talking about him being, not being the next LeBron, but being the face of the league like LeBron. And the only face we see is that chubby face. <laughs> I mean, we're not seeing anything right now. It's 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 kind of it's you would, it's bad. Dad, the only fans is how he gets his workouts in. Oh my God. That's the only work you, that's the only yeah, work you do. Right it's, it's, 
facts. That's you the only word pick them up and put them right down. Yeah. Oh, pick them up and put them down. Oh, it's pretty sad. I mean, listen. Um, you know, hey, she got her she got her Twitter shut down, right? So I'm not even gonna say her name on here, but um, everybody with uh, OnlyFans probably knows who she is. Um, <laughs> thirst trap. But he's got. Listen, that's what we're talking about, and not talking about him. Um, you know, being one of the best players in the league. So it, it's it's a sad commentary on him. If I'm the Pelicans. I don't know why you gave him the contract, but if I can get a good deal for him, I'm moving him. And, you know, it's like I haven't seen him play. I've barely seen him play when he's been on my team, and I had a good enough team. It's sad because we were talking about the Pelicans before he had got hurt as a team that can make it deep in the playoffs. They were number two or three seed at that point when Zion was healthy. He got hurt, and they limped to the play-in, right? So, um and I think they lost to your boys, right, TP? Didn't they lose um, to OKC? So, yeah, Shane went off. Yeah, Shane went off. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Right. So, I mean, it. it you know, we're, we're, that's the other flip side. They were a three seed with Zion. They're a play-in team that got knocked out by SGA without him. I mean, you know, if you can get something for him and, and, and get back to that status where you're in, in, in the playoffs, I think you got to explore it. I think you got to take a chance on it. Uh, wow. Call number is 929-477-2759. Um, the draft is tomorrow. I'm pretty sure the roundtable boys will be cooking it up um, on their show. That that show will be on tomorrow, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Chandler K, Chandler Knight, and, and uh, Michael Harvey, Mr. Harvey, you, you know, for you guys. Um the draft is tomorrow. Obviously, everybody knows Victor Wembanyama is going to be um, the number one pick out of France. France has three, four guys, I think, that could possibly get drafted. Um, there's a guy, I can't remember his last name, Blau something, that, that a lot of people are starting to talk about. His stock is starting to rise um, in the draft. But, I mean, TP, you know, we could talk about Victor if you think he – Let's well let's 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 click on that really quick. I mean, what's the upside for Victor uh coming into the to the NBA coming out of France and, and most likely will be the number one pick for the uh San Antonio Spurs? Just the, the hype around him and I think he'll definitely hit the ground running and he, he it really he can't really damage himself. It's not like he's gonna come out here and start averaging like twenty eight points a game like as long as he gives them more than, like, 18 points a game and still get you anywhere from 7 to 10 rebounds a game, he's fine. And, and he'll play it as he plays and block shots, so on and so forth. But the guy is a, a natural talent. He can shoot. He can do so many different things on the floor. But it's like, I'm just so tired of the hype. Let him get out there and play. Like, y'all y'all wait for him to go to Wendy's. So oh, he went to Wendy's. Oh, he went to a Yankee game. He threw the first pitch of the Yankee game. Let this dude live life. Like, it, it, it's annoying how much technology and how far – things have gone like they up in people boogers to see what these people are doing like let this dude live like he's 19 and, he, and we've never seen a seven foot four 19 year old play ball i know i get it i get it but come on let let this guy be what he's gonna be in october not in the middle of june and get drafted the one thing that i am concerned about is he's going to the spurs they aren't as loaded as he would want them to be but you still gonna have to go into san antonio and beat them but the one thing i'm concerned about is how long the pop got left Pop is in his 70s. Yeah. Like, Pop ain't going to be coaching for too long. So, 
It's like you we we think it's a good thing with him and Pop being together. Pop is gonna put that system around him, try to bring some shooters so they could keep the space clear like they cleared it off for him and Timmy. But um I don't feel like he's a Tim yet. Like he's gonna have to grow into that. But I feel like Pop got at the most like three years, three to four years, like that's at the most. Because Pop was looking like he was ready to retire like two years ago when he was trying to give it to either Tim Duncan or Becky Hammond. One of them was about to be the head coach. So now that he got the first pick, he's getting a, a you know, a unicorn. You're going to be ready to coach how many more years? So I think at the most, that's what they got out of Pop. And they got to do more. They got to do more. You need more people at the end of the day in San Antonio than just him. And he's getting you. 50 wins in the Western Conference to be negotiable to get to the playoffs. I don't think that that happens off the gate. So they got to make this worthwhile. And the, the hype is definitely there. He can't. He can't even go to the bathroom without somebody noticing it. So, Victor, a job well done, and God has gave you a gift to be that tall and talented. But it, it let this guy do something. Like let let him be able to <laughs> get an ice cream without nobody watching him do it. But I I get it. I understand. Yeah, I mean, I saw that picture of him throwing the pitch at the uh, the first pitch of the Yankee. I mean, like the ball looked like a like a golf ball in my hand. Like ridiculous, this guy's hand man, and his wingspan is unbelievable. Um, Darius, what do you think about uh, Victor? Um, you know, the hype is big. I mean, I, everybody's trying to say he's mm-hmm. the biggest the biggest hype player in the league. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, come out of as a number one pick, no. I think that's always going to be Kareem. But talk to me about this kid. Do you think he can't miss? You know what? I, I I don't want to knock the guy, but I am not buying it yet. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just can't. I've seen way too many people come out of this come out of the draft with the expectation to take the, the league by storm, regardless of whether it's basketball, football, and once those bright lights come on and they start playing with big boy bodies, uh, playing against big boy bodies, and, you know, and they, they, they have to run up and down the court and deal with guys who don't give a damn or who you are or what rounds you got picked in. Um, they, 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 don't, they don't bode well. Um, not to mention, you know, the way the Europeans play ball is a slightly different from the way they play ball over on this side of the over on this side of the track. So I need to see him acclimate himself to the way, you know, the United States, you know, play ball over here. I need to see him, you know, go up against Giannis who's gonna body him. I need to see him go up against Joker who's gonna who's gonna body him and, and yeah, he's He's tall and lanky. He can shoot the basketball, but there are tons of tall and lanky guys that can shoot the basketball that are sitting, you know, on couches and, and flipping burgers at Burger King that fizzled out of the league because they couldn't take what was coming to him. So, again, I want to see him do well. I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to be a bust. I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to be all world. But right now, all this is is just pure hype. I need to see it on the floor. Yeah, I mean, they they want to say because he's played against you know professionals in France, you know that's a good measuring stick. But yeah, we need to see it, and you know I think the talent is there, like TP said. I think the talent's there, but like I said, the most hyped player and the the, the probably the biggest um, number one pick to come out was Kareem. Kareem was like 
since he was in high school, he was that dude. He won in high school, won in college. He's probably pound for pound the most decorated player. Probably the the you know from all levels best player. But um, LeBron, his hype was immense. I remember remember Shaq when he came out. What ninety ninety two two? That was the dream team. Yeah, the dream team year. He mm-hmm. was. It, it was, that was insane when he came out. Everybody knew he was a can't miss um, prospect. Um, I don't think Jordan as much, but you know everybody knew that this he was special. Um, but yeah, I, I think of those kind of guys um, when they came out. So I think he's going to have a promising career. I, I can't wait to see him. Um, I that's that's kind of where I'm at. I can't wait to see him. I want to see him, you know, I want to see him play. I want to see him play against uh, NBA players and see what this kid has got. Because, I mean, he's he's shooting, you know, fate, fall, not fall away, but, like, running one-point, one-legged three-pointers with ease. Like, it's crazy what this kid can do. Can he do that in the pros? Um, but, I mean, TP, I'll bring it back to you, and then we can, you know, we can close the lid on this series. Uh, Chandler uh, had to step out, but, um, you know, thank you, Chandler, for calling in. Um, you know, make sure you listen to the show tomorrow. Um, other than Victor, what draft pick are you anxious to see get drafted and, and play in the in the league? There's a lot of there's a lot of hype around the, the other top three picks in uh, Brandon Miller out of Alabama, who had a pretty good freshman year. Scoot Henderson, who they think is super talented. Um, who are you excited to see? Um, well, I got to go with what's left because I really wanted to see Zach Eady, the big guy out of uh, Purdue, but he stayed in school. Um, right. I really want to see how Miller handles it. Um, after everything that went down in Alabama, his boy got caught up in that that murder situation, mm-hmm. and he got cleared and, and had the run of his life after that, and now he's going straight to the league to kind of get away from all of the madness. I want to see if he can actually land on his feet in the league. Like, he has the potential to get it done, but it's it's always a tough beast making that jump from college to the pro. It, it really is. And you could be the man in college, but struggle in the league or they don't even look at you like that. You probably won't even get off the bench. And not say that he won't, but he is thin. So hopefully he could hold his own, but he does have game time ability. And I don't want to take none of that away from him. So he would be the guy after Zach easy because Edie basically went back to school and said, I want to be Shaquille O'Neal for a season. So that's probably what, I'm gonna go with with Brandon Miller. Yeah, I I I, I think he handled that whole situation pretty well, uh, all things considering. And you know, he got heckled like crazy from everywhere he went. But you know, I think he stood up to it, and you know, he was exonerated, whatever. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely curious to see how he translates in the league. It looks like he's gonna be the number two pick, um, barring any change late. Serious, who do you like um, coming out um, after Victor? Here's the thing, like, I I want Houston to move up and go get Scoot. Like, I love this dude's game. I think he is more NBA ready than than Victor is or or Miller. I think this dude is going to go into an organization and make an immediate impact if you just look at how he's played over the course of his G League uh, affiliation. I, I just think he's, I think he's NBA running. 
Um, and I, I, I love, love, love his game. Um, and so I mean, we, we can go down the, the rest of the list here, but for sake of time, I, I'll stop there. I, I love Scoot Kenderson, man. I, I wanted us to, you know, get to a position where we can grab him. Unfortunately, he got picked four, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because I think if he falls to the Rockets, that'd be great, but I don't think he'll go past the Blazers. Can you imagine that young core of Sharp, Simmons, and then Scoot Henderson in Portland? That would be something that you could – that's a future thing, right? Not an now thing, it's a future thing, but that's something pretty interesting. That's why I don't – I don't know why how they could pass up that pick to get, you know, to get that lucky to get drafted, to get that pick that high with the, the way the, the, the ping-pong ball fell. I don't know how you pass that up, but yeah, serious. Thank you for calling in. Um, give a give us a quick plug and shout as we get out of here on the, the callers cookout. Yeah, man. It's, it's like I always say, it's such a privilege and a pleasure to be here with you guys on the callers cookout. Man, definitely check us out, man. Blogs, finger food, um, workshopping some stuff with with Villain earlier today, man. Sports City is is doing big things, and I'm very brotherly humble. And honored to be in the middle of it all, man. We're on all pop social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, unfortunately, you know, fortunately for us, we, our Twitter account may get suspended like others. So check us out on Twitter. We're tweeting all types of stuff, man. Um, with that being said, I'll leave the rest for, for, for the others to clean up, man. No, we'll not catch you guys on the next one. I'll be good. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Um, listen, get to the website, sportscitychefs.com. Shout out to our sponsor, PHI Apparel. Uh, get to that website, phiapparel.co. Use that promo code, 15% off. Use that promo code, CHEFS. Listen, um, you know, the site's back. The site's back. We're cooking. Dylan's been putting up um, putting up articles as frequently as he can, so make sure you get to that website and, and read those articles. Always cooking. Um, enjoy the draft tomorrow. Make sure you come back, listen to the roundtable gumbo, and then we also got the, the flagship show, the the timeless Sunday morning brunch. Make sure you get that. You know what to do, man. Get us out of here, big bro. Yeah, man. I got more than baseball. You see, we get more than baseball up in here. This, this that's all bad got to do. We just gotta let us talk. Gotta tell us how I feel. Gotta tell them about this life as we see it. You know what I'm saying? So. Y'all just stay tuned. Everything going down. Hopefully the draft go crazy. I'm not too thrilled with the Thunder in the draft because you know how many picks we got to work with. I think it's three. I think they got rid of one, so it might be down to two in the first round. But it still picks in the second round. I mean, we don't even have only but 15 men on the roster. Like, are we going to start getting rid of good players that we have already? So this this is the, the nerve-wracking thing that I got to deal with going into this draft. Um Again, football is on the horizon. I definitely wanted to get into the dig situation because I think that this beef is bigger than a lot of people think about right now. From what I'm hearing, Allen and Diggs don't get along, but they're saying Allen is trying to color this thing up as best as possible. So watch out for what's going on in western New York, man. Believe me, it's all of this and more. Sports is still going to keep running around here and and reigning supreme, that is for sure. On behalf of me and all of the other chefs, we're going to keep giving you that good old food for thought. Hopefully y'all can still do these dishes. On that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Sports city, sports city, chefs, chefs, sports city, sports city, chefs, chefs, sports city, sports city, chefs, chefs.
Sports City, Sports City. Kaboom, Sports City chefs is in the room. Cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the Sports City chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Uh-huh.